Hello and welcome to the Talking Transformation podcast. This is Matt Bird, the Chief Executive of Cinnamon Network International. I'm here in Australia and I'm meeting some amazing people. And right now I'm sat with Matt Bolton, who is the Director of the Circuit Breakers Programme. Matt, so good to be with you. Great to be involved. Really, really good. Now you run the most amazing uh, church-led community project. And when I first heard about it, I just thought I've been praying for the existence of this project somewhere in the world. And, 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 and you do an incredible work. I mean, here in Australia, my understanding is this, Matt, and you, you tell me if I'm wrong, that uh, domestic violence is a significant problem. And on average, one woman a week um, is killed by a partner or former partner. Is that is yeah, that the reality? Yeah, that that figure sadly is creeping higher than one woman per week. And uh, every two minutes in Australia, police are called to a domestic violence event. Every two minutes. Yeah. Gosh. And why why do you think that domestic violence is becoming such a problem here in this country? Well, I think we're becoming more dehumanised. We're not seeing people as as valuable. And I think social media has a role in that, but but also I think we're we've we really have some unhelpful narratives in the space that are that are, are not really they're not really helping. And and uh, as you know, if you misdiagnose an illness, you can be taking the wrong medication. And I think uh, for a few decades now, we've been looking at approaches that just don't work with with addressing perpetrators of domestic violence. Sure. So. Uh, our approach is really to work preventatively. So we're actually, to, in order to end domestic violence, we have to go to the source of domestic violence. And it's not rocket science, it's perpetrators. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, to make a difference, see, you have to get your hands dirty and get involved. Yeah. And that's where a lot of others step back. Yeah. And circuit breakers is an amazing approach because, you know, I mean, any church leader listening will know if you put out an advert out there uh, inviting people to come to a domestic violence program mm. um, to sort yourself out. I mean, nobody's going to come. So you yeah. approach it from the perspective of anger management. Yes. Yeah, so well, that's right. We uh you can only sell people what they're interested in. It's it's really interesting when you when you talk to otherwise intelligent people in the community services space that they understand that they can only work on the felt needs of a client. But as soon as that person is a domestic violence abuser, they seem to have a whole set of different set of values. So we still have to work with the best interests of and the self interest of the client. Often. We might want to talk to them about parent control issues, respect for women, things like that. But but really what they want to talk about, and they'll tell us if we listen, is they want to talk about their temper and getting better tools for getting in control of that. Mm. I've just found that if we deliver on that, uh, very quickly we can earn their trust and take yeah. them into some of those other deeper themes. Yeah, so and I love the line you use. And I've, mm. whenever I talk about circuit breakers around the world, mm. I always use this line, you invite people who feel their anger is beginning to damage their relationships to join your program. That's right, yeah. And I just, it's just so clever. I can imagine people wanting to come to that, you know, yeah. and you're getting in early. And once you help them with their, their anger management, you can raise some other issues uh, mm, that, that's that, right. are, that are also abusive in relationships. Yeah, there's a whole, uh, often, uh, and usually it's week five that we, we begin to, to broaden that scope and just talk about other controlling behaviours like isolation, you know, stopping their partner from seeing certain people or telling them what clothes they can wear, uh, intimidation, uh, 
belittling and uh, all, all kinds of uh, humiliating behaviours and there's a whole wreath of them and uh, and by the time we've earned their trust by week five and uh, there's, a, there's a lot of really good group community there, mm. they're really open to having that window open a little wider and um, and it's it's often quite sobering for them to see themselves in mm. in what's become a network of controlling issues gosh and so what's the sort of you, you know I'd love to come back to how this operates in your church but mm. what, what's what are the sort of changes that you see in people's lives who take part in the program can you give us an example mm. maybe well the the instant one is we give them tools immediately to be able to control their temper which is yeah. what they want uh, so that uh, begins a process of brain rewiring uh, this is something we found out by accident so that they will actually develop greater impulse control in the area of anger but also in other areas because yeah. they're using really the same area of the brain developing that so it's like a muscle that you keep working out it's yeah. it's going to and what tool would you give somebody i mean we have some behavioral tools that we start with it's, it's not purely behavioral but but the tools that we start with, we we, uh, we unpack a, a tool called timeout. Yeah. So our model with timeout is different to the behavioural model with uh, disciplining children. Go and sit in the corner and have a timeout. <laughs> it's nothing like that. <laughs> Off to the um, naughty step. It's giving yourself time out of a situation to re- regain your calmness and uh, and be able to think straight. We talk about uh, we talk about acting under the influence. Yeah. There's some things you shouldn't do under the influence of alcohol. You shouldn't drive a forklift. It's not good. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's the same with anger. And probably all of us have done something stupid, said something stupid, sent a dumb email under the influence of anger, yeah. and then regretted it. So we're giving people another option. Instead of that, take time out. Um, incidentally, it's there in, in ancient writings in the book of Proverbs. Yeah, uh, to, and and the book of uh, the Psalms, so yeah. it's it's an old principle, but it works. Yeah, it's great. And you started this in your church in Brisbane, at Hope Centre. Yeah, Hope Centre in Brisbane. Uh, in fact, yeah, we never really set out to to do a program that would that would gain popularity and and pop up in other places. We just really were trying to design a program for our own community yeah. to answer a felt need there uh so and i i i always say that we're developing and and we, yeah. we don't like to say that we have developed because we're actually always listening and and this program has been developed by listening to perpetrators by listening to end users and uh and that's something we want to always continue to do to be mm. hearing from those that ultimately we're trying to affect change with yeah. yeah and why is this issue so important to you matt well it's important to me i guess because i have a story uh i i was one of these guys and 26 years ago i found myself crossing some lines acting under the influence of my anger and getting into some quite some quite dark places um into controlling behaviors yelling swearing and ultimately getting physical which I think shocked me more than anybody. This was something mm. I'd ruled out that I would I would never do. And, you know, I, I think working with perpetrators, they'll they'll they've often crossed some lines. They might not have gotten physical yet. Yeah. But unless they've got tools, uh, to, to change, 
they're just going to keep crossing lines until they get there. Yeah. yeah. So we like to be on the preventative side, getting those tools into their hands even before they need them, before things yeah. get out of hand yeah. and before families are split apart. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And so you developed this program for use through your own church in the community. Mm. Um, that was, that, that's your focus. But, mm. but now other churches have started asking you about circuit breakers and can they start it? I mean, what's happening? Absolutely. Uh, so what, what we've tried to do is design a program for non-experts. And a lot of people feel intimidated in the domestic violence space. Yeah, don't you uh, have to be a professional? Yeah, well, you would think so. But definitely if you're wanting to run a shelter or be, become a domestic violence counsellor, then absolutely you need to be an expert. But there's so much that we can do in the early prevention space yeah. before it gets there. What we need is, is not another ambulance at the bottom of the cliff. We need an army at the top of the cliff, a community that joins hands and says, we can do something preventative. Mm. And uh, you don't have to be an expert, you don't have to be a counsellor, you don't have to be a teacher, you just have to be somebody that can facilitate a group around material that's already packaged. Yeah. It's in a manual, very clearly, uh, our facilitator manual is very clear on how to deliver the groups and the video package does all of the, the training for you so that yeah. you don't have to even be a teacher. Wow, that's amazing. And how many churches now have started Circuit Breakers? Well, we've got about five in Logan at the moment. But oh, wait, sorry, where's Logan? Log in? Sorry, Logan is in Queensland, just yeah. south of Brisbane. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, one or two in Brisbane, uh, a couple that have popped up in the prisons yeah. uh, as, as different <laughs> uh, church groups have taken them into the prisons. And the Gold Coast, uh, two churches, but there's a fair bit of activity there. So it's mostly been around southeast Queensland, but... Uh, definitely, our vision is to is to help other churches in in around uh, all of the states and territories of Australia to to be able to get involved in this space. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see circuit breakers start in churches across Australia. I mean, one woman mm. a week are being killed. Um, uh, uh, reports to the police every two minutes. Mm. Um, you know, it, it's. It's a massive issue that that that, uh, that the church can do something about. And so, yeah. if there's guys listening to this, leaders that want listening to this, and they want to do something about this issue in their own communities, and they could yeah. be anywhere in the world, mm. what three bits of practical advice would you offer them? I would say, firstly, don't be intimidated to work in the domestic violence space because uh, it can feel like, for me, yeah, I couldn't do that, but you're saying actually, I could. Absolutely, you could, yeah. You could, if you can facilitate a group discussion around material that's already packaged, uh, yeah. and uh, you absolutely can make a massive difference. In fact, um, I think that's we can make a bigger difference earlier. Yeah. It's, it's very hard to turn someone around yeah. once they're entrenched. So, I so one, say, don't be intimidated. Don't be intimidated. Number two, um, recognise your superpowers. Now, <laughs> I like this. Now, church people have have three superpowers that that um, give us the edge in the space. We're yeah. actually the best qualified to work in that space. Three reasons: quick fire. One is because we believe in redemption. Yes. Most of the people in this space don't believe these people can change. Yeah. We we do. We know they can change. We've changed. Um, we uh, we have the the supportive communities already to be yeah. able to to support that kind of change. And thirdly, we know how to hate the sin and love the sinner. Who else is going to do that if mm. the church doesn't step into that space? Yeah. 
I love those. Superpowers. What's, yeah. what's the third bit of advice? Uh, the third thing that I would say is be yourself. Just be natural. Treat these people like human beings. Mm-hmm. It's not rocket science. It's... it's uh, a world of shame and pain that they come into these groups with. They don't need to be shamed again. They don't need to be told and lectured. They just need someone that will show them unconditional love and and set up a safe place where they can share um, without feeling that they're going to have more shame heaped on them. That alone can do just so much of the heavy lifting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's great, Matt. Thank you so much for joining me for this podcast today. I mean... I've learned so much and, I, and there's so much more I want to ask you. You know, if people want to know more about Circuit Breakers, have you got a website we can look at? Absolutely. They can go to uh, www.circuitbreakercourse.net. So it's circuitbreakercourse.net. That's right. Go and find out more. Matt, thanks so much. Give us a high five. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs>